Good morning, good morning, SUU friends. Tony Pellegrini here with Teaching and Learning at Southern Utah University. Our podcast series, month to month, we get together with a wonderful faculty, student staff to address teaching and learning on campus. And today we are very pleased to have Andrea Fromm with us um, from the CTI office. Uh, she's a uh, the AR and VR director in that office. And we're going to be talking to her about some exciting opportunities that she's going to be providing for SUU. Uh, this next year and beyond for us. Andrea, could you take a moment or two, tell us a little about yourself? Yes, thank you so much, Tony. So I came from the art, uh, high art world, and I was a professor of art and art education in different ways for about eight years. But I was always very interested in virtual reality and augmented reality. Um, I kind of brought VR to campus, to the makerspace in 2020. Actually, it was 2021. Then after that, we had an opportunity to write a grant and so that's kind of how all of this was born, was from this um, Innovative Funds grant. And I'm looking forward to sharing more about that. You're, we're going to put you in the, we're going to put you on the spot here in just a moment. You know, um, without a vision, the people perish. I appreciate that vision and, and uh, coming from that art background, understanding where um, you could connect with these uh, wonderful opportunities to support SUU through these, through this grant. So let's just start there. That's really what our listeners would like to hear today. Tell us a little about the grant, a little about how it came to be, how, how you became aware of it, and how you got involved with it. And, and then we'll, uh, I've got additional questions about how we can get involved with it as, as you move forward. Wonderful. So first, I was here as an assistant professor in art and art education. I found this, I was introduced th- to this app called Gravity Sketch. And essentially, it was sculpting in VR. And I was so excited. You can actually sculpt with the controllers and it's additive and subtractive, which I had never seen any applications like that before. And um, you then can 3D print the thing you sculpt. And so for me, I have a a sculpture background as well as an immersive performance background. And so that was very exciting. And so I took that to the makerspace and they were like, oh, let's get some headsets. Let's like, you know, start kind of checking this out. And then um, there was an opportunity to write a proposal for the Innovative Funds Grant that was given by Yushi here in the state. Me and five other faculty uh, helped write that grant. And so it was um, Jim Brandt, Richard Cousins, Ben Kirkby, Jeff Cowley. I'm sorry if I'm saying all these wrong. Um, The name's pronunciation and then Brandon Wiggins. All of us worked together to write that grant and we spent our Christmas break writing it. And um, then after that, we heard back, actually, we didn't think we got it because we didn't hear anything until the end of April. So the semester had already passed. And then we heard that we got it. And within that grant, there was a director position um, inside it. There was a you know interview process and uh, I was so grateful to be able to switch roles and really dive deep into virtual reality and augmented reality with this innovation studio. Exciting, exciting. So uh, let's go to some of the details. How long does this grant go? What are some of the, the, the components that you'll be bringing now that you have these resources to SUU to help our, our teachers and our students in yes. virtual and, and augmented reality? Thank you. 
So the grant was for close to a million dollars, and um, it does sound like a lot of money in the beginning, but um, we also have remodeling costs and salaries, and then we um, have student workers, and then we have software and headsets, and so um, it all starts to add up. But what our main goal is, is to have the opportunity to share and educate all faculty, staff, and students about VR and AR because right now I think there's a perception that VR is all about games and that it's viewed as just this kind of fun, like this is what my teenage... It still is fun though, right? Yes, <laughs> it, is, it, it is fun. Well, but I you. feel I um, my goal is to be able to widen the perception of what VR and AR can be used for, specifically in higher education. Um, because to me, it's very exciting, all of the different ways to use VR and AR to help students be able to retain information more, to be able to visualize more abstract concepts. And yes, so... I'm just really excited. And that's why you're here, and we love that excitement <laughs> and that enthusiasm. We need that. Yes. So talk, take a moment or two and talk to us about how this, you've talked about you know, some of the uses the grant will be made for, but what is your vision or your perspective of the implementation of these activities, AR and VR activities, within higher ed classrooms? Can you take a moment or two and share that with us? So in my mind, and I hope I'm answering this correctly, but in my mind, I see the grant kind of broken up into three categories. So for me, um, I'm very interested in building a space, a space out so that the space is available with computers that are powerful enough to run 3D modeling software, 3D environment software like Unity and Unreal Engine, and um, also to have a variety of headsets in the space that can be used for play, but can also be used for teaching and also can be used for research. Right now, there hasn't actually been a lot of research done in this field with VR, AR in higher ed. And so I'm hoping to be able to open that up for our faculty and staff who are interested. So having that space, we're going to have an initial space actually within the makerspace, and it will be 106B, and it's more compact space. We are hoping to grow into a classroom hopefully next fall, but this initial space will be completed this semester, and we will have multiple headsets. And so right now we have multiple Quest 2s, then we have one Quest Pro, then we have Vive Index, and then we are really excited to have the HoloLens with some applications to Tremble. And so the HoloLens is an AR lens, so augmented reality. And that's one, one vein. The next vein that we're interested in is content and being able to implement VR into the classrooms themselves. We are going to be using off-the-shelf content, and then we're also working with computer science students in our wonderful new Dean Miller's capstone class to build an application that a faculty is interested in implementing a project in their class. And so we will be trying to figure out what the pipeline of building out content looks like. And for for me, one of my goals is to try to have 
VR, and I know this is lofty and maybe it's too scary to mention, but to have VR in 50 classes within three years. So that's 50 SUU classes? 50 SUU classes wow. within three years in some capacity. It, it might not be a lot. Um, it might be a small amount. But to me, I'm very interested in how, how can it be utilized by many, many departments. So let me speak for faculty for a moment and just say, I, you know, you've got your space set up here in the spring, albeit small, compact. What do you envision uh, faculty doing or, or performing or engaging with AR and VR in there? Yes. Could you, was that, is that possible to share with us? Yeah. So faculty can come and I want them to be able to try different, the different headsets, but also be able to see what off-the-shelf content is available and maybe what off-the-shelf content they want us to purchase because a lot of times there's a licensing in conjunction with these, these softwares. Um, also, I'm interested in implementing a VR checkout system in the library and so that's in the works right now where students would possibly have a lab let's say uh, an anatomy lab that is in the headset in vr and so the students would have an anatomy project that then they would go to the library and be able to check out also i want faculty to be able to have ideas and visions of like well, if I were to develop a project in VR, what would that look like? And how would it be able to help my class and maybe multiple classes? Because the development part is, it, it, there's just many aspects to it. And so it can be time consuming to build those things. So you're really, it's important to you for faculty to communicate with you, connect with you and say, hey, let me come into this to this room and, and experiment with some of these things. You're really looking for faculty to reach out and connect with you on this. Yes. And it's one of my very favorite things, actually, Wonderful. to be able to talk with them because faculty are so passionate and they know exactly how VR can help them. Can you give us, uh, just maybe going back just a little bit, but give us a little bit uh, more detail on headsets. The moment you said headset, I thought, oh, we're wearing these headsets over our ears. It's a little bit more than that, isn't it? Can you tell us a little bit more detail about these headsets that faculty be, will be interacting with? So um, with three of our headsets, so the headset goes over your eyes, and um, you are still able to hear, and but you usually aren't able to see, but some headsets are actually trying to work with pass-through, and so that's where you can somewhat, you can see what's happening on the outside. So the new Pro, uh, the Quest Pro, has quite good pass-through, and so that, then you're able to kind of see things. But with VR, you are then kind of closed into a, a new environment, this tech environment on the inside and you're not able to see on the outside but I also uh, I was actually talking to Tony earlier and um, told Tony about this conference I just went to it's called CES uh, Tech Conference it's one of the largest conferences in the world and I got to meet with a hardware company called Pico and I got to test this Pico 4 and the pass-through was phenomenal it was in color and so it you were able to walk around the room with the headset on with this like VR headset. It was amazing. I mean, I can nerd out for a long time about all these things. But with the HoloLens, the HoloLens is augmented reality. And that's where it's almost like plastic or glass in front of your eyes. And so you're able to see these different spaces. So let's say we have a framework of a house. We could pull that file up 
and we would maybe be able to go on site and see to scale where this house would go on this land. And so to me, that's really exciting because we're able to see through. And everyone in the VR world, AR world, um, is very interested in in AR. And we think everyone thinks once AR is, you know, good good enough, then it will just kind of spread like wildfire, and we won't have our phones anymore. But you know. <laughs> you're, you're absolutely on the leading edge of that, and I'm so old I used to watch uh, Star Trek, the TV series, and yes. when Dr. Spock would flip open his transponder or whatever, uh, oh my goodness, um, I could not even imagine you know, being able to communicate as we do now. And yes. So I, I want to stick around for a few more years and, and watch the, 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 the exciting things happen that you've mentioned. So uh, faculty are receiving an invitation from you to come and try and experiment, even this semester uh, in, your, in your space. Yes. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit? I know you've got some plans uh, this summer to do some professional development, some workshops, uh, yeah. some more extended activities. Would you take a moment or two and tell us a little about some of those opportunities available to faculty this summer? Yes, of course. Uh, so the third vein that we're interested in is building community and collaboration. And uh, so we actually have two really exciting things happening. One is a VR or XR. Uh, so XR is extended realities, and that includes uh, VR, MR, which is mixed realities, and then AR, which is augmented reality. And um, so we're putting on, it's called the XR Southern Summit, and that's going to happen on March 15th of this year. And all faculty, staff, and students are um, welcome to register. And we are going to have almost all of the schools from Utah come and be represented. And then we are uh, inviting multiple schools from Nevada and California. And uh, we will also have many vendors from all over. We're actually going to have a vendor called Body Swaps, which is a soft skills um, software. And so if you're learning um, how to have difficult conversations in business or in psychology, Body Swaps would be a software to be able to use in your class. And they are based out of London and they are actually flying to come to our Cedar City uh, SUU space and uh, they'll be at the conference. And so I'm very excited about that. The next thing that we have going on is a workshop that will be for uh, all of our faculty as well as some high schools. We're opening it for high school teachers if they're interested. Um, and that will be where faculty can come and workshop. They'll learn some of the off-the-shelf content that we have available as well as kind of, you know, how, how to create or have us create content. And so the first portion of the workshop will be to learn those softwares, basic, you know, basic minimal um, level. And then we will move into how can this be utilized into their curriculum. And then the hope is that we have, I, I would love if we had 10 to 15 classes in the fall implementing VR in some capacity, VR, AR in some capacity. Exciting. And it may be too, you know, so, Tony, it's January. What the heck are you thinking about summer for? But any uh, time frame as far as when faculty would need to reach out to you and connect and say, you know, I'd like to participate this summer, or is that still too far down the road? Great, great question. So um, I will most likely, the call for that, we will actually call for uh, applications for that in most likely March. 
Yeah, most likely March, maybe beginning of April, but it will it will probably be sometime in March. And then um, the plan is that this would happen, I'm thinking the, the beginning of May, mid-May, sometime where it's just after graduation, but I, I don't want to linger too far into the into the summer where then it becomes inconvenient to come back to mm-hmm. campus and back to the, the real world. So that's our tentative plan. Wonderful. Just one more question um, uh, about the content and what you're working towards. Uh, goals for classroom implementation. You've talked about the numbers, you know, in the fall, you said you'd love to have 15 classrooms or so that are, that are working. What would uh, professors using AR, VR um, be doing or, or, or what would the, uh, the classroom implementation, what would your goals be to see in those classrooms happening? Does that I, I've danced all over that. Does that kind of make sense? <laughs> I, I think so. Okay. Let, let me answer it and then you can follow up if I, if I need to go further or deeper. So for me, I'm interested because we're still trying to figure out the he, the, the headset you know logistics. How, how do we have multiple students be able to you know be in headsets either at the same time or be able to come into either the VR AR lab? or to be able to go into the library. Um, And so in my mind, it would be some sort of project outside of the classroom, so a lab project. And what would be best is if myself or um, we're actually hiring a student worker, and um, so one of us would come in and we would demo, or even the teacher could demo, what they are hoping the students do in that student project. And um, and then there would be one, um, one Canvas assignment that is connected to uh, students going and having that VR experience. Yes, so th- that's like, w- that's one thing, but I'm, I'm open and know that there are, are many, many ways, many visions of how to use this equipment and um, also the software. Well, it's just exciting that there's so much um, you've provided a strong vision, but individual faculty members can be able to uh, contribute and participate and, and engage with their own perspectives of what could happen, what could happen associated with that. I, I think that is about all the questions that I have for you. Are there any things that I've missed that I haven't asked you that you'd really like to make sure that our listeners hear uh, from in, in regards to this project? I think for me, in being us, uh, I feel still new in this world, still emerging, I, I just would encourage faculty to make, to, to make a chance to come and meet with me. I would love to be able to share more about how it could directly be implemented in their class. And a lot of times people might not see what the possibilities are until, um, until they actually like see different examples. So um, that's one thing I would love people to come and and meet with me. Um, I I, um, try to be as approachable as I can, and I would love to love to chat more. Also, I think for me, I'm really interested in in education and the evolution of education and um, how how our um, traditional and non-traditional models can all be supported, and our students are very hungry for VR, and they want to be in this this other realm. And so, I would I would just encourage all all listeners to just think like how like how can this new medium be used in 
in my classroom in higher ed and start dreaming up those ideas. Yes, there's there's so many things. I've gotten to meet many, many people all, all along the state as well as in Las Vegas and in California. And I'm hoping to, to make it uh, abroad to meet with some other, some other universities and um, go to some other conferences. But um, I'm, I'm really excited about all of the possibilities. Uh, there's also, this is kind of nerding out, but there is these, there's these things called um, haptic suits. And just to expand the vision, a haptic suit is a suit that you put on and it simulates touch. And so there's a suit called the Tesla suit, and I, I have gotten to try that on. And that uses like kind of electric simulation. So it, it's somewhat successful with trying to simulate touch, but it uses electricity. So it feels kind of like, you know, when you go to the chiropractor and they put that electrical thing on the back of your neck. It feels a little like that. Um, but at the CES conference I went to, I got to try these gloves. They're called Haptex gloves. That's the company. And um, the gloves use air compression. And it was so good. Everyone was so good. You're in VR and you put your hand, so you're wearing these kind of big gloves and you put your hand under what looks like rain in VR and you actually feel different like pressure, like different pressure, and it's like hard in some places and soft in some places. Oh, it was mind-blowing. And so to me, um, VR right now is kind of in that emerging, still kind of clunky phase. I don't know if any of you remember the time, I'm sure some of you do, and maybe some of you don't, where cell phones were, where weren't they weren't the brick, but they were still had the, the huge battery pack that you like took off and you like plugged it in. Um, we're in that era of VR where the headsets are still kind of heavy. They're, they're trying to, you know, work out things like there's not a ton of software, but we are on the cusp of this like big wave. And um, to me, it, it is the future like XR, VR, AR, all of those things are, are our future, uh, whether that's in, in business, whether that's in education, many, many different fields will be, be using it. So... What exciting times we live in. It is wonderful. Andrea, thank you so much for visiting with us today, for having this conversation. Um, friends, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out. Andrea has given you the invitation to reach out and connect with her uh, to participate in the activities that are available this uh, semester, in the summer, and beyond. Um, we look forward to seeing these wonderful advancements and being a part of it here on campus. Andrea, thank you so very much. And we will be back uh, next month with a, another a topic and listeners I appreciate you listening and tuning in today you make it a great one Andrea thank you very very much thank you so much Tony